Welcome to Postpartum Unfiltered. The podcast where we get real about what happens during the postpartum period. I am Jillian. And I'm Sarah. And we are two doctor moms who are not prepared for what postpartum would bring. By sharing your stories, we hope to spread awareness and allow other families to be more prepared for the time after birth. Hello and welcome back. If you were listening to last episode, you know that we kind of got a little emotional towards the end and I'd like to switch gears today and talk a little bit about physical recovery from my first birth. So if you've been with me from the beginning, you know that my son's head is one of the biggest heads that they have seen in recent years on a child that was initially born. Um, his head was so big they ultrasounded it when he, after he was born to make sure there was nothing wrong with it. Turns out it's just brain and skull in there. Um, but that was a little bit challenging for my pelvic floor. I remember while I was delivering him, even though I had the epidural, I didn't have pain, but I felt this intense, intense stretching, especially on the left side of my vaginal opening. Like uh, it just felt, it felt like that's probably past its tensile strength. I don't, I don't know what's happening down there. Um, and I had a second degree tear. So that's a tear in the skin of the perineum as well as the muscle of the perineum. And I, have no idea how many stitches I had because when I asked the midwife said she was just doing one long running stitch so I I don't know but um if you also recall she told me not to look at it which is the second thing I did when I got home and uh it honestly did not look as bad as I thought it would I thought I mean, I thought it would look like it had just been in a prize fight. That's what it felt like. It felt like somebody had repeatedly punched me in the vagina and then cut it open and stitched it back up. Um, So it's super sore. It feels ultra swollen. There are stitches in it. You have losha, so that's the bleeding after giving birth. So it's just a total crime scene. And, um, when I looked at it, it was, it was really bruised on that left side. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You just stretched it out. It probably almost ripped over there too. But, um, the stitches didn't look so bad. You know, it was red, obviously. Um, it looked like a cut that was trying to heal and everything around it was red because you're just sitting in a humongous pad full of blood all the time. Um, and I will tell you, they <laughs> people make jokes about this mesh underwear from the hospital, and that was one of my favorite things. Super not fashionable, but my God, was it comfortable. It felt like you did not even have underwear on, but it helped hold in your huge pad. Also a huge fan of the giant pad Uh, like instant ice pack that they have so you know like if you've ever played sports or something and they have those ice packs that you squeeze and they pop on the inside you shake them up and then it's cold they have the same thing in pad form for right after you give birth Um, so the the cool feeling the ice was really soothing on my nether regions but the chunkiness of the pad was like very uncomfortable so I'd have to find like my one little uh, uh, position I could sit in where I was comfortable and I stopped using the ice 
after the hospital because I didn't want to delay my healing time. So, you know, ice is going to be good to help keep the swelling down and um, slow down the inflammation. But inflammation is that first step in our healing process. So my sister-in-law had recommended that I use uh, these like perineum ice heat packs on Amazon that I got and you could boil them and make them warm and the heat actually was super soothing and they were much thinner and uh, less bulky so they sat in my underwear like up against my crotch a lot more uh, comfortably and I could put them on the outside and still get like a nice heating sensation um, without like burning myself and that was really soothing and so I did that, you know, on and off for the first couple of weeks. I started trying to walk with my son. It was in the fall. The weather was nice. And I would go maybe like one or two blocks before I started to feel like somebody had started punching me in the vagina again. And um, sometimes I could feel like almost stinging pain. It felt like my incision was maybe rubbing a little bit too much. Uh, So... Then I'd have to come home. So that was pretty frustrating because, like, I don't like being cooped up in the house. I wanted to get some movement and exercise. I don't want to just be sitting down all the time. Um, so that took a while. And then I had, I didn't really have any leaking uh, at all. But I did have incredible pelvic floor tightness after everything healed. So, like, it was basically sore all the time. It was kind of like, my pelvic floor muscles were doing a workout all the time. And that was that was really hard to kind of deal with because when I was talking to providers about it, at first they they said everything was weak, so they would um, they would do an exam, a vaginal exam, and they would ask me to do a Kegel, so it's to squeeze the pelvic floor muscles, and they would say, ah, oh, it's weak, you need to work on your pelvic floor strength. And... I was like, okay, what do I know? Um, and then I finally talked to somebody who was a little bit more well-versed in pelvic floor issues, and they said, that's all your symptoms sound like tightness, so you need to relax first and get your core on board, and then maybe we can work on those Kegels and coordinating your contractions. And I was actually sent to a physical therapist. Um, they couldn't find somebody close to my house that specialized in pelvic floor, so they sent me to a generic physical therapist and he told me oh just have some wine to like loosen up you know just in general and before sexual activity and you'll be fine and so that partnership didn't really work out for me um I took some of the core stability exercises that he gave me and I started doing those and then I started investigating more on my own ways to relax and re-coordinate the pelvic floor and get everything back on board and working the way that it should uh, and it took a long, it took me a really long time. Um, any penetration was painful for seven months postpartum. So everyone talks about that first postpartum poop hurting. I was so scared about that. I didn't poop for five days after giving birth. I was horrified that it was going to feel like passing a child again. Uh, and I had no pain with my postpartum poop, which I was shocked by because I had the stitches and everything. Um, so yeah, I, I lucked out with the postpartum poop. I did not luck out with the pelvic floor function. It was all jacked up. And everything 
was absolutely not working the way it should. And it, it was it was kind of a really tough, slow process to get that function back because as I've also mentioned before, my core was just like a loose, flabby bag of nothing. And so I couldn't get my abdominal muscles on board to help build that stability and help coordinate my movements and let my pelvic floor take a break from trying to keep my pelvis stable. Um, Because my abdominal muscles were all stretched out and not really engaging, my glutes were overactivating, so I was doing a lot of butt clenching to try to like house my pelvis the way it was supposed to, and then that would make my lower back sore, and then my pelvic floor was tight. Uh, the whole thing was a mess. And on top of that, you go and try to to do rehab, and you have to do the rehab. So you know, I've got a handful of exercises and relaxation techniques that I'm supposed to be doing on top of the hours and hours and hours of day of pumping and feeding my child, and then the emotional component coming in, making it difficult for me to want to do anything. And so I I wasn't super compliant with putting effort into my pelvic floor every single day. And so it took, it took a long time for it to start to feel like I was making any progress. Um, but I did, I made some progress. It, what really helped is when I had enough time for my abdominal muscles to start to heal some and start to, um, you know, start to tighten back up. Like not, not like a ripped six pack. I mean, just not stretched out from where that baby was under them before, because then I was able to coordinate and get them to actually do some work. And that's when I felt like I really started to make, um, strides in my pelvic floor rehab, Um, but it's tough because then I felt, I felt like, oh, okay. So my pelvic floor is like relaxing some more, but my body still feels weird and doesn't work like I'm used to. It doesn't look like I'm used to. And I'm still just this vessel that's designed to just keep this child alive. And where does that kind of leave me? I guess I kind of was also having a bit of an identity crisis in the postpartum like depression realm that I was going through. And so all of those things make recovering from birth physically even more difficult. So, you know, you've got like physical recovery, you got, you're not sleeping, which impacts your physical recovery, but also impacts your mood. And then you've got any mood issues or hormone issues and all of these things. And now there's this new human that totally depends on you and all of these things are like funneled into this one experience all at once and it's a lot yeah you know it's a lot and that's why we're here we're here to talk about it because it's a lot and we are going through a lot and we're dealing with a lot and we are trying we're trying our damnedest to get through it and it is fucking us up i mean we are not okay you know we get there we get there I'm three years postpartum for my first child, almost two years postpartum for my second child, and I'm still on a healing journey with postpartum. Um, it's, it's tough. I'm a true believer that postpartum is forever. We Our symptoms and our issues do not have to last forever, but we went through some shit. Our body went through significant change after significant change, And it is different now. 
And I don't always like that. I, I never enjoyed my immediate postpartum body. I would see women posting pictures of their bodies still in the hospital right after giving birth and saying, look at how amazing this beautiful body is. I made a human. And I think it's great that some people feel that way. And I never felt that way. It was, it started to get challenging to see stuff like that because I, I wasn't on board at all. I hated my body. I, I hated it. I hated the way it felt. I hated that I, I felt like I couldn't do things that I could do before. I felt like it, it was supposed to be doing all these things and it just wasn't working out for me. And so I really struggled with that. And I just think it's not something we really talk about. You know, nobody nobody told me at all what to expect in physical recovery postpartum. And even when I went to my six-week visit, they were like, yeah, you're fine, you're cleared. I was like, uh, bro, this does not work. And they said, no, you're good. Get, get, out. get out of here, girl. Go do your thing. Thank you for listening to Postpartum Unfiltered. If you enjoyed the show, please like, share, comment, or leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at postpartum.unfiltered. If you feel called to share your postpartum experience, please contact us on Instagram or at drjilliancampbell.com.